Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie. And this is episode 23 of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I know we've been MIA for a while, but we're back today with a new episode. Last episode, we had my good friend David come on the podcast to talk about a deeper topic. Why does God let bad things happen to good people? Go check out that episode to hear more. This episode, we'll be catching up on what we've been up to and just talking. Amazing. So (laughs) you go first because Teresa has a lot of life changes happening. Yeah. I mean, the last time we recorded or attempted to record was before summer and a lot's happened since then. Mm -hmm. So basically to catch everyone up, um, if you didn't already know, my husband Dave and I are moving to Seattle. Well, he's moving tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) as we record this episode and I fly out uh, next Saturday. Um, but basically, uh, we were living in Jersey City before, and our lease ended in June. So I thought to myself, why not take advantage of the summer months while we are lease-free and while I still have a full remote job by being a digital nomad? So that's what I did for six weeks this summer. And it ended up being seven weeks. I came back for two weeks, oh, and yeah, then I and then left. Went back again. Not even two weeks. I came back for like one week. Yeah. But anyway, I did seven weeks in seven cities, eight cities this yeah. summer and it's like crazy <laughs> I know <laughs> to like say that out loud but in the moment it didn't feel that crazy <laughs> it just felt like I was working remote from I don't know just like a different place um every week and then getting to like explore that city afterwards so like I will say out of the eight places um three to four of them had like west coast time, time. yeah so then like it was favorable because I would I could work from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. and then have the rest of my day to like explore Mm -hmm. and like the weekends. So from my point of view, like it's super, it was super worth it. I know some people struggle like working remote while traveling as well. But for me personally, I felt like it was perfect. Yeah. Um, Do you want to tell everyone the eight cities that you visited? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell them, Minnie? Okay. Test your memory. Okay. (laughs) Let me, let me start it out. So Teresa and Dave started out by going to Seattle. Oh, also... Yeah, Teresa also maximized her time by spending time with her friends in different cities and meeting That's up true. as well. Which and, and the husband. And the husband. Yeah, Dave joined her for two weeks. And, basically and just, we apartment hunted. So that was yeah, productive as you well. You did a lot. So you guys started out in Seattle. You guys went to Las Vegas. And then after that, Dave left. And then I joined in NOLA, so New Orleans. And then you stayed there for a week. And then you went to LA. Houston. Damn it. Close. <laughs> you were Wait, doing so well. Houston, and yeah. then you went to LA. Yes. And then you went to San Diego. Mm-hmm. And then you came back, and then you went to <laughs> Canada. I don't know Where what in saying. Canada? Wait, let me think. Let me think. Quebec? Two two places. Quebec, Quebec City was the first one. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. You told me so many times. I just can't remember. Toronto. It's okay. Oh, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my first time in both those places. Actually... I might have been, I've been to Montreal growing up. I don't think I've been to Quebec City. It's a little bit more northeast of Montreal. Mm. Um, so people like in, in our tri-state area, people like will take a road trip to Montreal. Oh. Because I, I think it's like five, six hours. Oh, I didn't know like that. it's very close. I mean, I took a road trip to Toronto. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like the other side, I believe, of like the Niagara Falls. No, Toronto is on the other side. No, it is. Oh wait, is Montreal just not? Okay. I'm no, so sorry. I don't think- <laughs> Actually, um, I don't know. I'm not well, good at geography. So anyway, no, you're right. You're right. Road trip to Toronto. Yeah. Wait, 
But I think, no, but people also take road trips to Montreal. But I think it's just like Maybe in a slightly not, different direction. Yeah, Toronto yeah. is like across uh-huh. from Niagara Falls yeah. on the Canada side. Yeah. That was super nice because like Quebec City is just super clean and like charming. You have like the cobblestone streets and like the pretty buildings. Yeah. And like everyone's just really nice. And it's like oh. predominant, predominantly like French speaking, but they still like tried to speak English for us. Wait, what's the time difference? Not time difference. That, didn't, time that didn't have any... Oh, no, no. Um, the time like the flight? to travel from Toronto to Quebec. Um, vice versa. Oh, my God. I forget because of all the um, <clears throat> Air Canada um, delays. Oh, I that. lost track of how love, long love the that. actual travel is. But um, I think between the two cities, it was a sub two hour flight. Oh, that's it bad. wasn't like as quick as Toronto to New York City. Yeah, that because that's like literally short. gate yeah. to gate. You can it's like an hour and a half. Five hours. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. So I was it was interesting. Yeah, we went to Quebec City, then flew to Toronto mm-hmm. and then flew back here. Um, you know what's ironic? I feel like everyone this summer, because I also have traveled a lot too, which I will get into later after we finish talking about Teresa. Mm-hmm. But everyone's <laughs> like been like, oh my God, you travel all the time. Like, how do you have this much PTO? Like, right. whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And then like, you're the only person who's like traveled more than me, I feel like. While working um, remote. While working yeah. remote. Um, I don't know. I just think How many days did you take P- like take actual PTO while you were working remote this summer? Like for all my trips? Yeah. Not like ones that were just like purely vacation, but the ones where you worked even parts of it, I guess. Wait, what? Like did you did you take any days off for the trips that you were like working remote? Oh, no. I Or it was uh, just either or. Like, I did for mm-hmm. LA because I left on a Wednesday. So uh, I had to take oh, so you had that. to for travel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. not to like but explore for, like, Nola, really. Like I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Not to explore like purely because I had to like travel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a couple questions for you. Sure. So did you feel like any regret in terms of like, did you feel really tired at all at what point? Um, so this like is funny. You, <laughs> wait, why? Oh, because you're like um, included in one of my examples or like, <laughs> okay. I'm scared. So basically okay. I was super afraid of getting sick. Well, of getting COVID because I would just like set me back. And because oh, I had yeah. to like, vi- like I had to travel to a different city every week and I was seeing different people. I was like, it would just suck if I got it like week two. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause you can't really like make that up. Um, but so then I like throughout the seven weeks, I just like took vitamin C religiously every single day. Oh my God. And I went through like three or four bottles of, um, like gummies, oh my <laughs> like God. the kid gummies. I mean, they're yeah. very strong in the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I took like vitamin C every day. I still tried to work out two or three times a week and I like this monitored my sleep to like I get at least so basically on like when I'm just like back in Jersey, I'll like watch TV or TikTok like late into the night. Yeah. You know, so I'm like I'm sleeping after twelve and I'm not getting like or I'm sleeping after twelve, so I'm not getting good quality sleep. And yeah. then I just like just don't end up sleeping too much. But because I was traveling, I just like cut out all of that like me time, quote unquote, that mm-hmm. I usually get and yeah. like just prioritize like sleep. Like as not as soon as we're like back home or I'm done hanging out just like straight to bed so like I was still mm-hmm. able to get like I feel like eight hours every night even while like oh. working 6 a.m yeah Wait, I, that's really impressive well okay maybe like seven and a half I would like try to be in bed by like 9 30 10 oh wow yeah really because like I will say like for my company in terms of like busy seasons like summer is the slowest time like I wouldn't yeah. be able to do what Same. I did this summer like even now or just yeah. like literally any other time of the year mm-hmm. so we'll caveat that Okay, but, so you're saying you weren't tired as a result because no, yeah. you took steps. Basically, to that. yeah, I basically wasn't tired until like the very like California. I 
felt under the weather one day. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I think just LA plus San Diego, I was just a lot more physically active and staying out later yeah. and doing more. I mean, than, you were doing like a hike like I know, every day. Versus the rest of the trip. Yeah. So I think I was just like a little bit tired out from that. But I do think it's funny because like, like even though I was like going to like a bunch of different cities, like I w- like two of my friends, including Minnie, <laughs> Oh, what I traveled with, like died. (laughs) No, Uh, that's just what I think is funny. (laughs) Oh yeah, I died. Yeah, and my other friend too, like literally died. Selena. Hi, Selena. I don't think you're listening anyway. (laughs) Selena. (laughs) She like died from like um, Houston. Oh, because we did. Well, because for her, like we didn't know a lot going into Houston. So it was like the change in like temperatures and I'm not too sure, but she Mm -hmm. like got really, really sick. Oh, on her oh my like, God, right? You yeah, on her like travel that. day yeah. back to Boston. Oh my God, that's so ironic. Yeah. Because like if anyone should have gotten sick, it should have been I you. know, I know. Yeah. I, I feel like I got so lucky. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I just want to justify myself. Yeah. I was Go tired ahead. because... <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first day that me and Teresa like met each other, that was when I flew in on a Sunday and then I did the morning flight so we could have like one full day because both of us worked like the whole week there. Mm-hmm. But then that day like was like the same weekend that I celebrated one of my friend's 30th birthday parties. And like, I mean, we're going to try to get into this later about <laughs> your 20s and stuff like that. But now that I'm nearing the end of my 20s, I will not say my age. Like, it is rough. Like, Do you I think it's never... just like a confirmation bias? No, I've or never. Or self-fulfilling bias. Because if anything, you, I feel like whatever. I'm so stubborn that okay. like I wouldn't want to give in to like whatever true. the societal That's pressure true. or whatever. But like, yeah, I drank and then like, and I didn't even drink a lot. Like I wasn't drunk or anything. And then it just like lasted in my system. <laughs> and then I didn't sleep like for, I think it's a sleep. I didn't sleep for two days. And then. And then obviously like, oh, I mean, not obviously, I get motion sickness. Mm -hmm. So then I always take meds. So then I think it was a combination of like not being hung over, quote unquote, being tired and then having to wake up at like 4 a.m. to catch my flight. Mm -hmm. So then the day that I met Teresa, like I was dying. Yeah. Like I felt like I was going to like pass out. Also, you like um, the green juice situation, right? Like too many veggies. (laughs) Oh my God, I forgot about that. Oh my God. Yeah. So I like (laughs) ate like a plate full (laughs) So I don't normally eat veggies. I don't have that much fiber. It's McDonald's or nothing. No, literally. (laughs) And then like a couple of days prior, I think before the Friday that we drank, I ate like a huge plate of just fiber, high fiber Your first mistake. And then like my stomach just like hurt for like days afterwards. And like, and I think it was because like my body couldn't process that much yeah. fiber. It was shocked. So it was like truly like all, because I remember I felt better after I slept on Sunday, mm. but I still felt like my stomach hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was bizarre because that was like the only trip I would feel like I felt like truly like kind of sickish the yeah. first day, but the other trips I went, I felt fine. Do you feel, and you still ate like everything. Yeah, I still ate because I have to. Well, not if you felt well, so sick. But I feel And you like, ate like oysters too, which you don't even normally I like. I normally eat that. I just feel like when I travel, I'm the kind of person who's like food is like a main priority in the yeah. city. So I feel like I wouldn't like even unless I was like deathly ill, I would still try to like try to yeah. get there. Cause honestly, like, and maybe we can talk about this later. Like I didn't <laughs> love Nola. So I'm not going back there. <laughs> so I was like, let me eat the food there and like see what's it's up. now or never. Yeah. No, literally. No. So I didn't want to like ruin that experience. Would you eat oysters? Are you more, would you say you're more open to oysters now? No. Mm. only well because i feel like the oysters here like in the city that i've had they're like they're just, raw. just raw yeah but like the char-grilled oyster i would eat that you would I eat thought that was again actually good. Yeah. yeah but like because it's like cooked so it's different yeah it's just the raw oyster yeah, that people like, i'm not really love. into yeah. that um Go. i mean do you prefer that or the char um i like i like both i okay. love i love raw oysters 
And I, I also like, like the char grilled. I've always liked oysters. Interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. If it's not fishy and it's like a nice fresh oyster, love. With some Ew. like cocktail sauce. Amazing. Wait, or just some like lemon the juice. Fresh oyster is fishy though. The ones no, I've it, had. It, depen- like it just depends. Fishy. They're not always fishy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the texture of the sliminess either. Okay. Well then, yeah. yeah. That's, that is not going to change that's, ever. That's a, okay. But I love, yeah. Um, what I was going to ask before we pivot to your, I don't know, you still have to share about your summer, right? But, um, well, I want to ask you something before okay. we move on. Um, would you like going, I guess going now that the summer's over, not that people can't still work remote <laughs> after a summer. It just, it just like feels like the end of yeah, like a travel season, yeah, even though it it's, does. I don't know. It just like feels that way for some reason. Yeah. Um, maybe because we just both traveled a lot this summer I and did a lot of like work remote too. We did. Um, it feels like the end of, yeah, like a travel season. Do you think going forward, like maybe not the rest of the year, cause that's probably already like planned out, but like going like next year and beyond do you think you're going to like continue wanting to travel as much as you can even if it means like working remote because like that's better than like not traveling or do you think you'll want to like I guess like reserve that like either like energy or money to for like pure vacations I think and or like bigger vacations um I think for me I don't want to travel at the same frequency that I did yeah. this past summer because I think I was like honestly really tired yeah you it was were just, like a lot of back-to-back and like yeah. I don't think I like I enjoyed myself on every single trip but it was just more like I feel like I could have enjoyed myself more had mm-hmm. I not been so tired and like thinking about like oh my god I have to go home and then yeah. go on another trip like you know so I feel like I would still try to maximize my like work from home or like remote okay ability to travel but, but just do fewer of those fewer of mm. them and like I don't know like I feel like this summer kind of like had me or like it got rid of my like traveling itch mm-hmm. So like I don't really feel as compelled to travel in the future. So it's not basically like what like what we did this past summer. Like it's not sustainable. Yeah, it's not like, like you're I like oh I want to do this going forward now. No. You're like okay I would it, never do it. Again. Yeah, yeah. It filled the purpose it. Yeah, you know it did for the yeah. summer and like I'm good now. Yeah, I think if I had yeah. to like maybe barring some circumstances I would do it. Um, yeah, but I don't think I would choose to. Um, and also I think, yeah, it's hard because I also feel like because I traveled a lot this summer, not this summer. And then this year, I feel like I almost had to work from remote because I, I don't have enough PTO days. Hmm. So like all of it combined together, like I almost had to, otherwise I would have to say no to like a lot of trips. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in the future, I just feel like I don't think I would travel to this magnitude Mm because I just feel like it was too much for me personally. What about you? Um, I, I guess I, I went into like my digital nomad experience with the mindset, like this might be the only chance I ever get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just, I, and then I kind of knew like after this year too, like I would want to be probably like decreased frequency as well going forward and be a little mm-hmm. bit more, not like picky per se, but like yeah. maybe more intentional about like, like where I'm going. Um, not like where I'm going, but just like what kind of, yeah, what kind of trips I'm going on yeah. just because I also feel like this was the last year where I felt not like young person. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But like, because it was still just like the first year of like marriage, it's like nothing really like changed. Yeah. Like you had the opportunity. Yeah. 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 Whereas like next year, like Dave and I are already like, there are like more family, not obligations, but like family trips we're wanting Mm -hmm. to take and like even visiting back, like, to Asia and stuff that we're yeah. wanting to do in the next couple of years yeah. that automatically that would take a chunk of time yeah. and resources, even if I didn't use a ton of PTO, right? Mm-hmm. Like I plan to work remote when we go back to Asia, but still like it's You're a lot of work remote in Asia. Yeah. Because like, I don't want to take three weeks off or two, you know, that's true. Yeah. And also that's like, tough. I feel like when you're visiting 
relatives or like the primary purpose is to visit family like you're not like packed all it's not a jam-packed day you're just there to see them yeah and it's like maybe like they're doing their life too yeah unless like you meet them and then everyone goes off on a vacation together yeah every like they're still doing their day-to-day life Mm -hmm. so they're busy anyway that's true (laughs) or you know it's more just like you know getting that facetime and like grabbing dinners and stuff so i think i would probably like try to work half of it and then take off half maybe if we did like excursions or like Mm -hmm. mini vacations like from there but just but even like outside of pto though just from like a energy time and like like finance perspective yeah i feel like in the sense that i'm like growing up and i feel like even again maybe we'll talk about this later (laughs) add it to the list but like you know you see like on instagram those posts of like people who travel like traveling in your 20s versus traveling in your 30s Mm -hmm. like have you seen that where it's like yeah when you're 20s like again it's like you're trying to like go as it's more about the quantity as opposed to the quality per se of your vacations or like just like different things like that. So I feel like my mindset just naturally, whether marriage sort of like, like pushed it further earlier for me or not. um, I just feel like starting next year, it's going to be, there's just other things I have to factor in, whether it's like family or whether it's like, Oh, we're saving. We're like really like buckling down and saving to like, hopefully buy the following year. Yeah. Like things like that. True. Yeah. I just feel like I'm, growing out of quote quote like the traveling stage yeah Yeah. where I'm just like like a yes man to everything and like yeah yeah I mean I definitely think like life stage has a lot to do with it and I think yeah like if you want to end up buying a house and all that stuff it's like people don't have the financial means to like travel as much as right you could like in your 20s when you have no like obligations or responsibilities um but yeah it sucks because I feel like Asia is like such a PTO killer like it's just like it is because it's like three days just the travel time no, right? I know. and then it's also yeah. like you don't want to say that short because like who stays exactly short in, like, while you're yeah you went all the yeah. way there because that's a good because I also want to go to Asia soon too and, right. and like Japan's opening up and like but yeah like I never thought about that but I feel like you have to yeah. allow a lot of time for that otherwise it's just like a waste of time yeah so I think I will end up staying there longer but then like working one of the weeks mm-hmm. maybe what was your, did you have a final question? I or did. No? Um, so I guess routing out your trips, I was just curious, do you have like a ranking of like best city, the best city you went to, like the best food, the best views and like what city would you go back to? I don't think there is a world where <laughs> I would n- not go back to any of them. <laughs> okay. That's true. <laughs> but what city would you want to go back to Actively want to go back to? Yeah. Um, well, I would say... Las Vegas was a highlight for me just because it was my first time going Mm -hmm. and there's just so much to take in. And like we explored, we were there for a whole week, which is like longer than most people go for. (laughs) So we had time to explore the entire strip and it was just like mind boggling to see all of that out there. Mm -hmm. And then we also did like two day trips to nearby like parks. So we did two hikes as well. Um, and we like explored the downtown area and the Chinatown, which is like super extensive and has like every single kind of like Asian. And you said it was like really good. Yes. Yeah. And it's cheaper too than the strip food, obviously. And just like general, it's cheaper. And like every single, like Filipino food, Japanese, Mm -hmm. Taiwanese, Korean, like Vietnamese, like like you name it. I've never heard anyone talk about Chinatown in Las Vegas. And even when I went there, like I didn't even know that was like, like an option. It's, there's lots of Asians out there. (laughs) Hmm, yeah and like i think they i think they benefit from the supply chain that's like going towards the actual strip because mm-hmm. you know how like like lot well you didn't think so but you all, you also had a specific experience in terms of like what you ate at las vegas oh, like a lot of like the yeah. fine dining establishments like like well, I, I was only there for one night that's true yeah. and you had a buffet and yeah. that's like a that's mixed not, bag yeah. yeah um but like i feel like most 
het, like, uh, I mean, this is generalizing, but like a lot of either celebrity chefs or famous chefs like have Las Vegas locations. Like that's true. It's supposed yeah, to be I the Mecca of food too. Yeah. Cause you're there for like entertainment and yeah. food. Like what else is there to mm-hmm. do? Right. So like, even though they're in the middle of the desert, I feel like they already get like the freshest fish and like proteins and like produce and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like curious if Chinatown like gets, gets that it's too same, because of it. Which is why it's so good. Yeah, maybe that's just like a thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like there's, yeah, there's just like a huge Asian population there. Wow. Um, so that was like, I loved it more than I expected. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of like city, I would go back to, I mean, I've been to LA before I was, I loved it going back because this time I stayed with my cousin for a week, over a week actually. And she lives there. Mm-hmm. So I got like more of the experience of like, you know a local yeah and like got to go on like hikes that she would normally take you know on the Mm -hmm. weekend or like after work and like go to the same fitness classes like she would normally go to like at like her spots etc um and then like driving down to um san diego like i loved san diego i know i I loved it yeah Yeah. um just like amazing food incredible weather amazing sunset every single night Mm -hmm. like you you know yeah there's you you just can't beat that and the food was cheaper too I was surprised. It was cheaper and you get like twice the quantity or like just a bigger quantity. Yeah. So I, and I, I guess for those of you don't know too, like while we're, while Dave and I are in Seattle, we're like trying to like scope out SoCal as well, just to like feel out if we could like potentially live there. And like, Mm -hmm. so San Diego and LA, we're definitely planning to like revisit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where did you go this summer? Give us um, the rundown. <laughs> well, why don't you give it a rundown? And then, we'll, and then we'll segue into um, a new hobby that we picked up this summer slash mainly you. <laughs> um, so you can end with that. Well, I went to... So I started off in uh, Chicago, LA. And then I came back and then I went to Chicago again for a business trip. And then I went to NOLA. I went to Boston. I went back to LA I went to Maya Rivera. Actually, it's Riviera Maya. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I just did like Long Beach Island. But that's mm-hmm. like in New Jersey. But that was still like a trip, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, right? I think so. Let me think. Did you even go back to Maryland this summer? No, I didn't. Wow. After, after, after your brother's wedding? wedding? Yeah. <gasps> wow. It's been a while. Yeah. That's crazy. But that's I'm going only... back to next month. So, because I can't even go back during like Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. That's, I think that's everything. Yeah. So for me, it was more just like I went to LA twice, Chicago twice. <laughs> yeah. You did like doubles. <laughs> yeah. It was just like a lot. And also yeah. like those were like longer period of mm-hmm. times, like a week or more. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then I think mine was more staggered. Whereas like, like I had time in between. Like, you came back trips. to Jersey. Yeah. I was in yeah. Jersey for like a month before yeah. traveling again. But then you end up flying more. What do you mean? I feel like you, maybe you took more flights this summer than me because Why? it was always a round trip to go anywhere i'm curious it was always a round trip if if we did the math like especially with la that's four that's four flights that are like six hours each yeah whereas i yeah yeah you know yeah i didn't like i broke it up yeah like i like didn't like plan it out like right Um, but i could see you being tired just from like so many travel days yeah that's true i didn't think about that yeah i was just like on a plane a lot yeah um and but like yeah, Mexico I mean, obviously is far. So, yeah, well, actually, I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah, Cancun, that's true. Because Riviera Maya is yeah. only like an hour and a half from Cancun. So we yeah. flew into that airport. But yeah, it was definitely fun, but I don't think I would do it again. <laughs> so, um, do, what about the hobby that? <laughs> 
I'm like gearing this up for Minnie just because this is this is your time <laughs> so, to shine. No, no, no. <laughs> so, so honestly, this all started. I mean, okay, this all started because I'm this obsessed started with TikTok. months ago. Are you kidding me? Wait, when? Just the concept of like do a food video, do a food. This has been months. Okay. By whatever. the time we got to know a lot, it had already. Been. Okay, yeah. So basically, I've always wanted to do one of those like TikTok food reviews where they're, they're just like, oh, rating everything I ate in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Or like rating everything yes. I ate in like- Shout Atlanta. out Rachel Kirkconnell. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, I met you. You didn't <laughs> say hi to me. That's cool. Did you say hi to her? Well, I was trying to, but they walked away. Did you make eye contact? Well, they were talking to another girl. I didn't know you actually I tried was, to. You said no, you were I speechless. Try, no, I was literally like right in front of them. Oh, and okay. I was like trying to, but then after they finished talking to that girl, they like turned away. Yeah. They like walked away. Yeah. Which is fine. Okay, fine. Anyways, okay, sorry, Rachel's from The Bachelorette. <laughs> Wait, Bachelor. Um, anyways, yeah, so I wanted to do this video. So I like pitched the idea to Teresa and I was mm. like, oh, like, can we do this video? So we obviously met up in NOLA. So we were like, hey, let's like do this video. So basically the premise is like while you eat, you like record yourself eating and then you like rate the food like out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that and we made like every single day like mm-hmm. a video. <laughs> and you know it was brought with some controversy <laughs> controversy i can't even talk um okay well first things first is like the beignets were like a huge yeah. controversial topic because mm-hmm. and you know what for all the haters <laughs> out there who saw like our stories or whatever and like didn't have the guts to message me about it and just secretly like <laughs> didn't want to like how do you know they're secretly well because i know unhappy. a lot of people were like the people that did message me about it yeah. were my friends they were just more like shocked oh, because, so like, you think that's like a, refu- re- a well, representation of I like know it's a everyone controversial else opinion oh I, I think everyone besides you and me honestly like loved beignets um I think only one other friend that messaged me was like, oh, I actually agree with you. Well, the three the three other girls that like visited the second half, I don't think they loved it. They definitely didn't dislike it as much as us, but they didn't love it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like everyone before we made our it was like, okay. video. No, no, no. Before those girls oh, even tried it. Like, okay. When we just initially posted yeah. it, yeah. which obviously that's when everyone's commenting. But like people, like, I mean, yeah, I think there's most people who commented though hadn't visited recently. I just think it's like helpful to know that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I think it's important to know. I think just from like critiquing food in general, like the timing of when you go like changes everything. Also, yeah, sorry. Just specifically on the beignets and like Cafe Dumont. Don't come after us. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) But um, I saw other NOLA food videos that referenced Cafe Dumont as a tourist trap. Oh. Yeah. And they were like, don't go there. Go to Morning Call. Interesting. So like Nola's known for these like beignet pastries, which yeah. is basically a fried beignet. I'm just like explaining it's fried it. Fried dough. Fried dough. It's like air. It's just supposed to have like an sugar. airy inside, uh, maybe crispy on the outside and like powdered sugar on top. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. And so we went to like the number one spot, Cafe Dumont. Yeah. How many thousands of reviews, like right? So like many. four and a yeah. half stars. Like yeah. everyone loved everyone it. Everyone talks about it. We didn't like that spot, but we, I, I, at least for me, like I'll just speak for myself. I liked the other place more. Oh, like 100%. a lot more. I did like, too. Yeah. So, yeah. and I did see that rating Interesting. like other yeah the other place you went to was actually like what i envisioned a beignet to be i agree yeah yeah but like yeah so anyways to get some context when we when me and teresa went to cafe du monde like they didn't have table service yeah and they also like gave it to us in bags so it wasn't like it wasn't fresh they like already had it pre-prepared so even that, I think that was like the biggest factor. Whereas like all the friends that we talked to, they went like pre-COVID mm-hmm. or a couple years back and they like were given like a fresh tray yeah, and like they yeah. had table service, et cetera. Um, so I think that's actually like a major point in like a lot of reviews that yeah. people might not realize. Like either like the owner might change right. or like something might change that actually causes the food to be different. For sure. Um, but yeah, that was like obviously feedback we got too. Um, and also something that 
some of my friends pointed out that I didn't really realize was a thing. But apparently, I don't know if this is just amongst Asians. <laughs> but when me and Teresa rate food together, like out of one to, one to 10 scale, five is like neutral. It's average. It's average. It's like, okay, that was yeah. like not bad, not good. It's just average. Yeah. But then for all of our friends, not all of us, not generalizing, <laughs> but I was told that some people think that a seven is average because anything lower than a seven seems kind of like harsh. Yeah. So then their seven is our five. Uh-huh. So <laughs> after that, I was like, hello. Hello. That's when I'm like, all right, I'm not that critic. Like, I'm not that like harsh of a critic. It's just like my scale yeah. definition is different. Might from, as like, well say the scale is three to 10 then. No, I know. And then a seven would be average. And we're just like shocked because like, it doesn't make any sense. No, to it doesn't seven make any is, sense. Like, good. Yeah. So like, because yeah, because I agree. I think seven is like a solid above yeah, average. It's solid because not everything yeah. should deserve a 10. No, not exactly. if everything's a 10, then nothing's a 10. Yeah. Right. Seven is and like, nine oh, is that was very good. close to a 10. Yeah. I would yeah. say a seven is like solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if and five is like average. Yeah. And then, and like, be. I think certain things deserve a sub five too. Yeah, exactly. Like we just want to provide like a range in order yeah. to like differentiate. Yeah. So that was something that was interesting that I didn't realize. Um, so anyways, to summarize, <laughs> the food critiquing journey has been rough. But um, I think it's just made me learn that a lot of people have different, like either like a different scale that they use personally. Mm. Um, and I also think at the end of the day, like I actually share a lot of similar opinions with friends about certain types of food, but like they just might not be as vocal about it. Um, so I think. So you think they do agree with you? They're just calling it something else. They're calling it a seven. You're calling it a five. Yeah. But, but in essence, you guys think the exact same. Yeah. Cause okay. I think in general, I think I just care more. Yeah. That's true. Like, I think I'm more passionate yeah. about like what I think. Yeah. Whereas I feel like other people, they might not think it's that good, but they not, might not be as vocal as like yeah. me. They might not be as vocal and they might not even have that same thought process. Yeah. Like they don't just, they just don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas I care too yeah. much. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. A- any thoughts on that? Um, no, I agree with you. I mean, you went on to do it a couple more times or at least once. No, I only did it once more. Oh, okay. I did it at the Cancun resort. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I mean, even while we were doing it, we recognized differences between our own measuring systems. I remember I was like, I, cause I feel like initially you would rate something a seven only if you liked it. <laughs> Oh, but to me, I'm like, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Like something could be yeah. good for what it is, but you might just not yeah. prefer that cuisine. That's true. <laughs> I so think, that was like a difference initially yeah. that we like aligned on. Yeah. I actually think your rating system is the most objective. Yeah. Well, that's think, the point, right? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't yeah. think about that until you brought yeah. it up because I was doing it purely based on my taste. Yeah. Also, um, you have like very specific tastes. I do. Yeah. yeah. And also I feel like um, um, every cuisine, I don't know. I just feel like every cuisine has it should have its own scale of like even like season seasoning levels like truly anything anything that you might think should be objective it's not it's like very subjective based on like because everyone's baseline is different or just i'm just saying even like just cuisine no yeah oh yeah that's what i'm saying yeah every like every cuisine has its own baseline yes exactly but it's difficult because it's not like you and i like on the reg eat like greek food or like yeah so oh i do Okay, well, I don't. So, well, so it's just like everyone's scale is going to be yeah. a little bit biased. Yeah. It's based on what your personal palate is. Right. Um, but yeah, I do think your scale is definitely the most objective, as you could be. Yeah. But uh, we bring this up because we, we might have a, another food critique video coming. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so um, look maybe out for that. Pizza? We'll see. We'll see. Okay. 
So going back to what you said in the beginning, so you mentioned that you and Dave are planning to move to Seattle. So how do you guys... It's what? imminent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah very. Imminent. Like, Dave is leaving in like, what, eight hours? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah and I'm going to be there with him. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Dave and my dog. Um, oh, Our dog. So sad. <laughs> so what, like, finally made you guys, like, decide to move? Um, Honestly, from my perspective, it's been a long time coming. Like, it's yeah. literally something... We got married out there to begin with, and it was only mm-hmm. because we were just, like, have had an interest in Seattle. Actually, you know what? I think Dave... If I were to think back to the actual roots, I think feel like Dave planted the seed of like the Pacific Northwest in my mind. Oh, really? In the very, at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, um, and okay. it's just something that like grew on me. Um, and I didn't, yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't, yeah, mind Seattle the first, Seattle the first time that I went, even though it would like rained every single day that I was there. I was like, <laughs> oh, I like the city. It's like, there's like good views. Like it smells like very, like the air is very clean and like there's like yeah. good coffee. And I was like, oh, I could see the potential. Mm-hmm. so anyway Dave and I have always had our sights kind of set on Seattle and we got married out there too over a year ago and then the final kicker was going to be um like job permitting we would move out there mm-hmm. basically so we were like set on moving because we just like enjoy the Pacific Northwest wanted to like be outside more um and then later on for me too because we got mo- uh because we got married out there like something I don't know for those of you who don't know as well <laughs> I'm like trying to get into wedding planning. <laughs> so Exciting. I just figured like a lot of my wedding connections and network would already be established out there. Yeah. Um, and it would make sense to kind of be near that starting out. And then for him, he ended up getting um, a new job that is based in Beaverton, which is a couple hours away, um, but it's full remote. So he gets to work full remote and then it'll just be beneficial for him to be like in the same time zone as most of his like team and colleagues. And then he plans to take more trips down to his headquarters just to like establish relationships kind of like with his coworkers like earlier on in his career there too. So ultimately it just, yeah, it like worked out for us to move there because like jobs allowed allowed us to. And I requested with my company if I could go full remote and they said yes, thankfully. Oh my so. God, amazing. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything you're going to miss about the East Coast? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to miss the city for sure. Mm, Just yeah. like everything that it has to offer. I don't expect anything else to ever be like it. Um, and obviously like I'm going to miss like friends and like family. Mm-hmm. That's like a given. Um, yeah, no, I, I think there are things that I'm going to miss, but I'm also excited to like explore and make a new city my home. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm ex- excited to see how next year might provide like opportunities for me to like grow in yeah. ways that I've been wanting to grow as a person mm-hmm. and to just like further pursue that. And I like read this um you know, like we've talked about in the past, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast specifically, but like just the concept of like when you're in a new environment, like, or just the concept of like how much an environment has an effect on a person. And like when you're Mm -hmm. in a new environment, like you're like forced to grow sometimes, right? Not to say that you can't grow by staying in the same environment. Like people who want to grow and are seeking growth, they'll, they'll find a way. Yeah. Right. Even if they stay living in a certain place. And Mm -hmm. like for you, like coming, moving out of state, and like for college, like you were for, you were put in a position where like it sucked, but you were forced to grow. And like, obviously you are who you are now because of that. Right. Mm -hmm. I like saw this quote on like TikTok that was like, and it was something like change only happens when you're so far from your comfort zone that you can't find your way back. Mm. And it was like, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, I feel like you always hear like, Oh, like growth happens at the end of your comfort zone or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But, um, and so like, I think I always understood like, yes, you need to be out of your comfort zone to like grow, but it's like, 
you have to be like so like so far from anywhere near yeah. your comfort zone that like you just have no choice but to grow. But to grow. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like the mindset I am starting to have with like mm-hmm. moving and like trying something new like wedding planning. Like it's scary to try something yeah. new or <laughs> there's not like clear rules set out for you and yeah. you could fail and it's not I just feel like going growing going through like school and then like jobs. I don't know, I just feel like Obviously we work for things and things we we've earned it but also it's like a lot of a lot's like handed to us in life just because well, there's our, like a set process. Do you know what I'm trying process. to say? Like there's exactly. an SOP for success. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like you go into a creative field or something yeah. on your own, like there's like... Without like the background quote unquote or anything. anything. Yeah. Just like trying to figure it out. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> like it's it's scary um and just like I don't know who else knows what the move will bring but I think I just want to like embrace that of like I'm terrified but like maybe that's like exactly where I should be oh yeah right like just so so terrified yeah (laughs) I should be scared no (laughs) like so terrified that like I'm basically ensuring that I'll grow somehow yeah right (laughs) no I think it's so true because I feel like even if you're like a little bit at your comfort zone, I think you could have the potential to grow, but you can always fall back. Yes. There's a safety net. Exactly. So it's not really like stepping out completely, but I feel like for you guys, like you guys are truly like stepping out. Right. And then you have that potential to grow. And I feel like that's, that's where true growth comes. Yeah. So I'm just like looking forward to, to all of that. And yeah, I'm excited for you. I mean, I'm really sad. (laughs) Um, We'll still see each other. Okay. All right, I guess. <laughs> but anyways, for those of you wondering, we're going to try to continue the podcast. Yeah, for everyone's, everyone's been asking. Everyone's been asking us that. We're like, people care about our podcast. <laughs> um, so thank you guys so much for listening. But um, yeah, we're going to try to continue with the audio quality. Audio oh. quality might be worse. Yeah, we'll work on that. But if you have any like recs for that that's free because we don't want to pay we don't want to pay money <laughs> um, then let us know because right now we're using discord which is like meh um, but yeah so that's that's, that's a wrap uh, on this episode we us. started talking about like reflections that we have about our 20s but obviously d- didn't get around to it so yeah that'll we'll, be our next episode we'll talk about it next episode so thanks so much for listening to this episode. As always, Teresa and I are looking for new topics to discuss on the podcast. So if there's anything specific you want to hear, let us know on our Instagram. Our handle is Relatively Asian. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.